welcome to the Sports Burrito Podcast. As usual, I'm Blake Brinkley. I'm Tohi. What's going on? You post NFL draft. Sorry we didn't do anything before the draft. My sister decided to have a destination wedding. Um, yeah, we're here now. It was fun. I think everybody enjoyed it. And overall, I think it was a pretty good draft. Yeah, it was nice seeing all the people get hyped about their teams. It's been a while yeah, since I really, some crazy fans. I really enjoyed uh, Cleveland fans booing the crap out of Pittsburgh every time they made a pick. And they weren't as mean to Baltimore or Cincinnati. It was really funny. They just really hated Pittsburgh. <laughs> just something that was, that was really good. the playoffs. Dude, they, they've got some beef with Pittsburgh. Man, it's hilarious. They have trouble beating the Ravens since Lamar Jackson got there, so they don't really want to talk about that with us. But like, they they love talking talking crap with Pittsburgh. I love it. Love it. I think they hated Jacoby Jones. Yeah. All right. So, do you want to just get into? Let's go with. Let's, let's talk about the the good first. The teams we thought that did well. I'll uh, I'll yeah. start with my probably my favorite one. Um. Probably the Chargers. I absolutely yep. love. It was a little bit of luck, but getting Slater at thirteen, dude. Slater, Slater's an animal. He's gonna be so good. Yeah. I really love the chart. And then um, getting Asante Samuel, who I was so high on as a corner. I love that guy. I think he's great. Uh, Josh Palmer is a good receiver from Tennessee. I thought it was a little bit of a reach. Because he's like most boards, like fourth or fifth round guy, but he's really good hands. Uh, he's a decent route runner, really long arms. It's kind of things that, you know, Tennessee likes jump ball receivers, Herbert has more people to throw to. And the Trey McKitty pick, another monster of a man, play tight end, might, might slide in and replace Hunter Henry from the jump. And then one of my late round absolute steals was Chris Rump. Yes, I am a Duke fan, but dude, Chris Rump had the highest PFF pass rushing grade in all of college football the last two years. So I, I, I thought that was a great draft. What about you? Uh, moving on, uh, my second place team, since the, I think we oh. both agree the Chargers had the best draft. My second okay. place team, the Cle- Cleveland Browns. You know, City of Cleveland. They're going places, man. That GM, they they finally found the guy, Greg yep. Newsom, um, from Northwestern. They had a really Great nasty pick. secondary this def- this um, season. Really took it to Justin Fields in Ohio State. Yeah. Jeremiah Wusu fell for whatever reason. I think it's an outstanding understand. pick. He can play. Um, he's a good coverage um linebacker. Okay, next player, Anthony Schwartz. Uh, really fast receiver from Auburn. I think he can, you know, help the receiving core down in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of other just filling guys that are really solid. Yeah, the, they, every, everybody they picked, they needed. And I think honestly, Cleveland just has nowhere else to go but up. Honestly? I, I, for the life of me, I couldn't understand why Greg Newsom even 
Greg Newsom is so good, and I, I really like the Cowboys should have took him. They should have traded back a little bit and taken him. But the the Owusu Karamoa thing, I think it's because people are scared of you know Isaiah Simmons kind of not working out last year, being the same kind of player where you don't know where he's positionless. Which and they keep. I think this year they thought of positionless as they don't fit anywhere rather than they fit everywhere. But I mean, Cleveland yeah. sure seems to not care. And I, I thought that I agree. That was a really good draft. Really good. Um, after that, I thought that a very underrated draft was the Minnesota Vikings that a lot of people are not talking about. Because um, Darisaw at pick 23 is so like they traded back, got an extra, got extra couple picks, and then got the third best lineman that they would have taken at that pick anyway. Like that's that was a steal. Yeah, that's a great. No move. clue how he fell. A great drop back, and then you know they didn't have a second round pick, but they had four third round picks, and I think every one of them made sense for them. It worked. Elmond is a good project quarterback. Let's sit behind Kirk Cousins, who's not going anywhere this year, but next year that conversation can be had, and it probably needs to be had if he doesn't play anymore. And that way, your quarterback comes into a position where things are already in. He's already in a good spot. You've already gonna have you're gonna you're trying to build your O line, you got a good defense, and you've got elite wide receivers. So they're they're setting him up good. Uh, I like Chad Surratt, tackling machine, can learn from Eric Kendricks. A good, good play, good match for Eric Kendricks. Um, then Wyatt Davis is a good guard. They let a couple of their O linemen go. And I like Patrick Jones is a good pass rusher. The rest of them I don't I don't know a lot about. Kene Nagangu or Cameron Bynum or guys like that, but I uh, I like I like Jalen Twyman that they picked later. I thought it was a really good draft for what they had. They they did a lot with a little. All right, moving on. Um, here's a team that usually never has a good draft, but the team I'm talking about right now. <laughs> The Detroit Lions. It was awesome. It was a great draft. Yeah. Cleveland Browns and Detroit Lions having a great draft. That's something yeah. you never think you hear. Penetual. Probably one of the best offensive tackle prospects in a long time. I don't know why the Bengals passed on him. I think he would have been a much better choice than Jamar Chase, but I, I guess I disagree, they just want, but I disagree, to, but to each their own, I guess. Yeah, and after that, they added some big bodies on the defensive line. Took McNeil from NC State. Then um, another good, great pick they had was Amon Ra St. Brown, brother yeah, to. <laughs> why brother. did he drop so far? I think it was um injuries and. Just the whole Pac-12 being under the radar this year. Uh, he's solid. His brother is also really solid. Can't wait to see him play a whole season without being injured. And the Lions are probably not going to win the division this year, especially <laughs> if Aaron Rodgers stays. But I think they'll be 
solid pick not to be last place. Okay. Um, I I have mixed feelings about like the Jets and some other teams that you know, I thought you know, even though a lot of picks. Okay, but I think the team that filled and got the best this weekend was like from like went from a mediocre team to a team that really could be scary. It's the Carolina Panthers. There, uh, the the JC Horn pick I loved. I didn't I didn't care for Sertain. I don't know. I just I, I didn't care for him being better than Horn. I think Horn fits that team really well. I absolutely love Terrence Marshall and for the life of me cannot understand why he dropped the pick 27 in the second round. I don't get it. But he fits them great. He's fast. He's he he's like a, a poor man's Justin Jefferson. And he went to the same school. And I, I think he's fantastic. Um, it'll fit right in with you know DJ Moore and Robbie are more speedsters and they kind of blow tops off defense and Terrence Marshall can go get jump balls and the route runner. I love that. And Brady Christensen, it's a high floor, low ceiling, old lineman, but they just need some consistency there to compete with Greg Little. He might go left tackle or right tackle. Just some depth. Um, I liked Tommy Tremble. I thought he was good at Notre Dame. He's a good tight end. Chubba Hubbard could be a steal. If something goes wrong with Christian McCaffrey again, he's a very competent running, I mean, running back. And then Davion Nixon, I thought was a steal. He's a huge, huge guy. Like that dude is, he is six foot three, 313 pounds, and is an amazing <laughs> run run defender. He's a good, he like stacks blockers up. Like he, he just takes up so much space. And I think that helped them a lot. And it really helped uh, Derek Brown. It took last year. So I thought, and then they had some late guys. Deontay Brown is another, he's a mammoth on O line. He looks like he could play guard and tackle at the same time. Dude is humongous. And Shai Smith is a solid other wide receiver um, from South Carolina. If I remember correctly, I think he's, he's a speedster. He is. Yeah, he, yeah, he's the, yeah, he's a big. He's like underneath, blow, like uh, get underneath the zones, get the ball, get some yards after the catch. I think I thought that was a great draft. I loved what Carolina did. They're moving in the right direction. Love that. Shout out to them for drafting a long snapper too. Yeah. Also, there was a couple other teams drafting long snapper, but that the comment the you know you talking about Matt Rule when he called him and he thought he was gonna be yeah. undrafted free agent. And he drafted. Yeah, him. that was pretty funny. That was cool. That was a good moment. You got a third team that you like? Uh, no, I think we can uh, move on to the two teams that had the worst drafts. Okay. Uh, well, we both agree it's the Raiders, and I don't think I don't even. I'm wearing a Raiders hat, ironically. I just like. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we can both agree for several different reasons that draft was awful. But the, yeah, the three safeties. Why? Why? Um. Uh, Alex Leatherwood in the first round. They, their first and second round picks would have felt better if they were flipped. Like that's how weird yeah. it was. Like Moreg yeah. in the first round would have made way more sense than taking the Leatherwood in the first round. I just Darisaw was still on the board, and they took Leatherwood. I bet the Vikings were just like, really happy. What I thought, I bet they thought they were going to have to take Kevin Jenkins. I guarantee you, their next thought wasn't Alex Leatherwood. I don't know. That was just 
I think we, we both agree on that. But I think we differ on who the – I have two teams that I thought had bad drafts, two other teams. Okay, I'll, I'll name my two teams. The Las Vegas Raiders, like you just said, and the Green Bay Packers. Garbage. Terrible, terrible draft. They did that was abs- one of mine. absolutely nothing to help what they needed. Absolutely nothing to help Aaron Rodgers want to stay with the team. Yeah. I mean, the only receiver they drafted is a, a, a mediocre slot receiver. Unless drafted, there's something that Amari um, Rodgers is the thing, isn't it? Yeah. They reached so far with Eric Stokes, it's unbelievable. Yeah, and I feel bad for Eric Stokes. I really do. Because I think he is a solid corner. He's really, really athletic. He's got potential. But before he ran his 40 times, he was a fourth-round projected guy. That means his actual skill set isn't that great. They just, took him, instead of taking a wide receiver to help Aaron Rodgers, someone like, uh, yeah, from Ole Miss, Rondell Moore, Purdue. They could have took Terrace Marshall Jr. What pick were they? Did they pick before Baltimore? Yeah, they picked before they picked 29th. It was after Baltimore. No, they, they didn't. Yeah, I was about to say because if they would have passed on the shot, bait, I mean, I, that was that was that. I, I don't know. I just was baffled by the slap in the face. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's what Rogers asked him for. Maybe it's so. But the optics of it looks was because I would have felt even better if they would have taken Asante Samuel that, that early. And then Eric Stokes. That's, that who, make sense. that's who I projected them taking because I knew I, the Packers, being who they are, they that GM, he does not care about Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to draft a receiver for him in the first couple rounds. He's going to do whatever he, he wants. Yeah, he won't, he, won't, he won't take care of his star player. People don't look. People don't wear Devontae Adams jerseys. They don't wear Kenny Clark jerseys. They don't wear Jair Alexander jerseys. They wear Aaron Rodgers jerseys. He is who carries that franchise. And if he wasn't there the past 10 years, they would have been terrible. Terrible. I will give it to them, though. They, even though they've drafted these defensive players, they've mostly been pretty good, which makes this argument kind of hard to make. But if your quarterback is this fed up, I'm sorry. you got to go out there. Swallow your pride, pick a receiver. There's been several on the board that they've ignored several times. Yep. And then totally the rest of the draft, you. they drafted another running back later in the draft. There's no reason. Like, you drafted Keelan Hill in the seventh round who does exactly what Aaron Jones does. He may not be as good as Aaron Jones, but you drafted a running back last year too. It's supposed to pay Aaron Jones, and yeah. then you just paid him. It doesn't make sense. Oh, and we need, I mean, the, the Josh Myers pick was what uh, the center, while Creed Humphrey's still on the board, the unanimous best center in the whole draft is still on the board. And you take Josh Myers, who has been ridiculed several times for being lazy, slow, and not athletic, and you let the best center, one of the best centers in the NFL walk. And then don't I, I now look? He's got a guy could end up being good. And some of these guys could end up being good. 
We're not GMs. Yeah. I, and We're I not think a geniuses lot of, either. I think that I'm smarter than some of them. I, I do, especially Mike Mayo. But I, I, they couldn't be in right. But the, just the optics from what I saw this weekend, that draft was both the Raiders and the Packers for me. And then I have one. You don't have anybody else you thought had a bad draft? Uh, no one that comes to mind right now. Um, I, I don't have a bad draft. The Rams a had pick. a pretty poor draft. It's hard to do anything with that little pick. So the Texans, actually, I thought the Texans did good with what they had. Um, <laughs> that Davis Mills pick was fun. I'm not gonna lie. So you can guarantee the Texans are picking number one next year, right? Yeah, more. I mean, if if Watson is the play, yeah, yeah. But I I love their picks. Davis Mills is kind of a weird one, but he's kind of safe. Um, Former like five-star quarterback. Yeah, he's a little inconsistent on his mechanics. But he's got a really good arm. He can move a little bit. He's got a frame to add a little more muscle. He he doesn't look he, he's he's a big guy. Um, I th- I think I like he's him. only played like one or. One and a half seasons at Stanford. I don't think yeah, he was he, their starter last season. He, he, I think they, I think they said on ESPN he's only had like 350 snaps, which is not enough. So he's going to learn. That's fine. Um, I like Nico Collins. It's a jump ball receiver, something they don't have. They've got a lot of small guys. I thought it helped a lot. I love the Brevin Jordan pick because they've been needing a tight end for ages. Uh, I thought theirs was okay, uh, but I. Absolutely, for personal and logical reasons, hated the Jaguars taking Etienne. That just, especially in the first round, because especially after the draft, they said that they're using him solely as a third down back. You used a first round pick on a third round running back. I mean, a third down running back after you stole a gem last year. James Robinson was a gem. The dude ran for 1,400 yards. It was amazing. Fantasy superstar, James Robinson. But the reason it's personal for me is now I can't draft either one of them. We almost had our dynasty draft last week. I'd have been sick if I'd taken it at the end. Wait, who else did the Jaguars have at wide receiver? They have LaVisca Chenault, DJ Now, now wide receiver running back. They have James Robinson and Carlos Hyde. Two solid running backs. Carlos Hyde is up there in age. I think he. They brought him in like to you know spell James Robinson like needs it, but Robinson showed. I don't because he used to play for Urban Meyer, but um. But my my thing was that you you used a first round pick on a guy who only plays thirty percent of your offensive plays. I mean, they had another pick like five picks away. Yeah, you'd take him a second round. People would have felt a lot better. Yeah, I had them I taking know. him second round. But it's right there. I mean, at that pick, they could have taken another receiver. It was still Newsom was still on the board. They could have taken Greg Newsom at that pick and put a corner on the other side of CJ Henderson. Because right now all they have on the other side of him is um it's DJ Hayden. I don't remember his name. Um, but they don't have another good corner or they don't have they're weak at safety and they're weak at corner. And they're weak in a lot of places on defense and they went the only, the only good part about this offense last year was James Robinson. The only good part. 
and then you added someone to take touches away. Just after receivers like hurt to the point they're they're playing like two undrafted players at a receiver. Um, no, they, the they have they have decent receivers. I mean, Chark got hurt here and there. Chenault yeah. played most of the year. Keelan Cole played most of the year. Um, I th- I thought Cole left the team. He or left was it after this offseason. He left this offseason. Uh, yeah, I mean, they had the, – the, uh, the wide receivers were okay because I, I remember using a couple of them in fantasy football. Um, oh, it, it's just the quarterbacks couldn't throw past like 15 yards down the field. Yeah, um, just, I, I felt really bad for Minshew. He looked like he didn't want to be there. He looked like – I mean, it, just, it, it seems – Seems you knew to he me was already like, out the door. Yeah, it he seems to me like gone. um he wanted to win, but the organization didn't want to win. Yeah. That's good. So they benched spot. him because they benched him for Mike Lennon, knowing Glennon is a heaping was it, pile was it of Glennon trash. or was it that it was that I thought it was that other guy, Layton or Ludden? It was Glennon and then it was Glennon, like and then that. Glennon got hurt, and then uh, Luton played. I think it was actually pretty fun to watch. He played pretty good. He played uh, one or one or two games, and then like broke his thumb or something. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's. Uh, I think we're we're past our you know the general overarching how teams did. Uh, but over some of the storylines, uh, the Justin Fields trade. I've, I've, this is, I think this is the first time I've ever seen the Bears do something right. You know, it's also the first wild. time Gettleman traded down. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was, a, it was. Look, the draft was really boring the first like nine picks, and then it got really weird for about thirty minutes because Philadelphia and Dallas made a trade. What, what, what happened there? Why would you do that? And then Philly got. Devonte, which I don't, I mean, might work for them, but he's not a number one wide receiver in my opinion because he's not big enough. But whatever, um, the Micah Parsons pick for the Cowboys, which made sense until they picked Jabril Cox later, and I, and they needed corner. I was just kind of weird. I don't know what what Dallas was doing, and then the Bears pick, which I thought, you know, I thought they gave up a lot. They gave up another first next year. Like, if they start they Dalton all year, can you imagine if Fields isn't ready or gets hurt and they have to play Dalton, the Giants getting a top five pick? Because if Dalton plays, they're one of the worst teams in the NFL. I think they just wanted something like uh, Mahomes, Alex Smith thing, trade up to get the guy, sit him all year. I, I mean, if they sit him all year, the Giants absolutely fleece them. Absolutely, if they sit them on you. But that's just, if, unless that's, unless Fields turns out to be like an All-Pro quarterback, then who cares? That's assuming that Dalton doesn't get knocked out the game and have his yeah. O line not help too. him. He's I mean, is, still on the Bears. Yeah, is there a chance that? Fields isn't even the backup. He's third string for this year. No chance. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, personally, if he shows any competency whatsoever, I probably start him week four or five. 
Because they're, they're Andy Dalton experiment just has has it's not there. He's not he doesn't have it to be a starting quarterback. Well, as soon as the fans come back and Dalton has one bad game, they're gonna be calling for his yep. head. When he overthrows Amari Cooper wide open the end zone, ten yards over his head, they're gonna freak out. Um but yeah, that and I thought there the Bears was another team that had a good draft. This was weird. This is the only time I there was only to me two teams that so we, we talked about that had a bad draft. I thought everybody else filled needs, uh-huh. did what they needed to do, and at least on paper it made sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is cool. I, well, I except for that. the except for the Broncos now drafting quarterback. That was pretty awkward. I think it's because they're holding out hope on getting there right. Uh, I'm not so sure that's about what, that one, buddy. That's what they want. Dude, all the reports after the Aaron Rodgers thing was like, it's Denver. It's Denver. Now, they haven't done anything yet, and honestly, I don't think they will because I think Aaron Rodgers is so hard-headed, and I think that the GM for the Packers, I can't remember his, I can't even pronounce his name. Good to Koontz. Yeah, whatever. He is hard-headed, and I don't think either one of them are going to budge, and I think Rodgers is going to, they're either going to have to appease him in some way, or he's going to retire. Tire. He's got some competition for a Jeopardy job. I would love it if he hosts a Jeopardy. I, know, I would miss Aaron Rodgers playing football. I enjoy watching Aaron Rodgers play football. He is one of the most talented quarterbacks we've ever seen. But, I mean, what the Packers be- are doing to him is so irritating. I would love to see Aaron Rodgers um, play golf or do something like racing or something. I'd love to see him in any other uniform right now because the Packers are just <laughs> – it is so bad. I would love to see him in any uniform other than the Pittsburgh uniform because that would make me sick if I'm I had sorry, to play him two times a year. I'm sorry, Packers, Packers fans, but I just hate your color scheme. I hate the green and yellow. It looks like puke to me. Yeah, like if you guys weren't a classic NFL team, everyone would tell you to change your logo and your colors. But because you're old, everybody's like, no, that's cool. It's classic. Yeah. Old and winning. Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, what? I mean, eventually, somebody, I mean, you got, I mean, that's why I, I hate Pittsburgh. I think that, I think they're even stupid. I, I just, I hate Baltimore. You, you I just, hate Baltimore's uniforms. I absolutely, really? I, I think, why? I, they're so boring and, I think they could do so much better with that black and purple. And it's just, I don't hate them. I just don't, I don't love them. I feel like they could do, the NFL in general needs to give so much more freedom and creativity with uniforms. It's like, I agree with like, that. Not being able to change. I mean, they let us do the numbers. Just come, stop giving us a little bit. Give us the whole thing. And let the uniform thing just be sexy as hell like they do in college. Let us go for the Ducks. Remember the pizza throwback with the red helmets? Yeah, why do they get special treatment? They get to wear a different helmet. No, they don't. Uh, not anymore. Since like 2012, you're not allowed yeah, to dude. wear different helmets. So Stupid. dumb. And it, we're not. We, that means we can't get the damn cream simple uniforms with the Buccaneers like we want. There's just so much. It's so stupid. Yeah. Imagine Tom Brady in those jerseys. Dude, That'd yeah, I would awesome. love to see. I would love to see Tom and then play in the full cream sickles with the helmet. That would be great. Those uniforms are fantastic. 
imagine a team like the Bengals having all white stormtrooper um outfits. You know, Tennessee, Tennessee go full Oilers, dude. Like that would be great. Yeah. Or Houston, I don't know which one gets the rights to use that uniform, but yeah, dude, that's that would do be so- awesome. Do something like the NBA does. Well, not to the extent of the NBA, but have like one or two games every season where they have a throwback jersey. Throwback or a special like a city edition uniform. The the whole like color rush, we're just going to make the whole uniform one color was like really 50-50. The color rush, but the uniforms actually look good. Yeah, like Besi- other than besides New the Vikings, Orleans, the Vikings and New Orleans, a lot of them just look stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I just I, Baltimore. I just feel like those with that color scheme, they could do so much more. I would love it if they got to wear like an all gray one with some with purple like, trim, dude. Right, or like a different helmet. Just mix stuff up. You know, it gets old. What about all chrome helmets in Baltimore? Fantastic. I would just love to do something different, mix something up. I love our logo, though. Don't change the logo. Logo's great. I mean, if the Raiders uh, got to change some stuff up and do some cool black and white ones and some gray ones, I'd love that. I love their logo. The Chargers could do so much with their uniforms. It's just really, yeah. it's really frustrating. They could do so much if they could change the helmet color. Yeah, there's just so there's so many teams that have so much potential in their logo and their color schemes, and they don't get to do anything with it. Yeah, who who do you think has the best jerseys right now besides the Chargers? Because they're obviously like the number best, one. Like the best base jerseys, like home away base jerseys. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I didn't hate the Rams ones as much as everybody did. I don't like the bone color though. When I saw it up close, um. Like, if you go in a store and look at their jerseys, like, they look cool until you see how weird the white is. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't hate the design, though. But um, I like San Francisco's a lot. Yeah, classic. Yeah, those colors just go. I don't know what it is. They just they just go. They're nice. Um, Carolina's got some good ones. Yeah. Um, but honestly, my favorite is simple. It's, it's the Raiders. My favorite. Year. The black and white just doesn't. Really do. I don't. I don't know. Other than the Chargers, the Chargers are objectively the yeah. best uniforms in the NFL. Bad down. Yeah. Um. I really like the um. The Colts. It's simple. Yeah, those are good. White, blue, white. They always have consistent looking jerseys. Who do you hate? The most? Yeah. Um. Also, really like the um. The Seahawks. I, I just like the little micromanagement they have on their helmets, the matte, the matte color, and I just really like their color scheme. Did you hear what I said? Like, tell me, you tell me the worst. The worst. The worst. Bottom. Worst uniforms. Mm. Probably. That's tough. The Falcons have really awful ones. So do the Jets. I think they'll (laughs) grow on us. I hate the Jets ones. I hate the Jets. Why'd they change their green color? And why is everything like that weird squinty font? 
Yeah, that that font's just obnoxious. <laughs> that font is so bad. So bad. And before, remember the Jaguars multicolored helmets? They were, looked like puke. Those are bad, too. Jaguars uniforms are ugly. They have so much potential to be good. They can't. Yeah. Like, how do you have that good of a color scheme and then every uniform you've ever made looks like garbage? I hate the Texans uniforms. I've never seen red, white, and blue look so bad. Yeah, they've always been pretty bad. I don't understand how red, white, and blue can be that bad. Like, the AFC South has two teams with great uniforms and then two teams with awful uniforms. And yeah, the t- Titans are nice. sexy uniforms, dude. The little sword on the shoulder. It doesn't. Yeah, I've really, I hate, really like I've grown to on hate it. the Titans because way they are, but I, uh... Uh, because you're a Ravens fan. I don't understand why they hate us so much, okay? Y'all did it to us first, and then that you got clapped back on, and they get all upset, and now they hate Ravens. Like, it's not a rivalry. We don't, I mean, like, the Titans are I mean, it's a rivalry now. It is now. It's a rivalry now. It wasn't before, and they started it, I mean, I don't... They beat you in the playoffs when everyone was counting them out. And then it's cool. They beat them. you. They beat you in the regular season. Derrick Henry danced on our ran all over you guys. And they danced on the logo. They made it an issue. Not us. They made it an issue. And then they got smacked in the playoffs. And then we clapped back. I don't see that. They got really upset about the second one. They got really upset when you did. I was irritated when they did it. They got. Mad. Like, I had people that I didn't even know tweeting at me on Twitter just because, like, I said, I, like, had the word Ravens in a tweet. Like, they were mad at me. Like, I did it. It's crazy. I was like, yeah, Ravens, cool. My team won a playoff game. And they're like, kill yourself. I'm like, what? I mean... Just a team that doesn't have a lot of playoff success recently. Yeah, it's like Cut how the Browns are being with Pittsburgh. Like how, how like because like they they did blow out Pittsburgh, but like you been getting blown out. I for mean, twenty years, like <laughs> twenty years. I mean, Pittsburgh. They they started it this season. They purposely lost g- games. Dude, they were to play them in the playoffs. So, they were so annoying all year. Like they, we all knew you were not as good as your record, and they were like so annoying all year long. Very, very annoying. But that's what we all knew. It was we always annoying. Kansas City. We we all knew that from from a long time out. Oh, I, down, I actually even if we didn't was, say it. I actually thought it was going to be New Orleans. I thought the Saints were going to make the Super Bowl. No, I didn't have. I didn't have. I don't have much faith in the Saints because I don't I, think. I don't. I didn't think Drew. Drew Brees' arm was gone. It was gone. Actually, what if the Packers didn't that stupid field goal with Aaron Rodgers? What Rogers? if What if Kevin King could actually play cornerback? Oh, that must be that? why they reached on that guy from Georgia instead of Asante Samuel. They could have signed a corner. I mean, Richard Sherman is still oh, a free yeah. agent. They didn't sign any free agents, did they? They just they didn't sign Aaron Jones. Any single person. They didn't have a single addition to the team until that draft pick. Oh, do you know? Uh, do you know who Marcus Whitman is? The franchise guy. Just the YouTube 
uh, videos about uh, he does draft stuff and he does a lot of Madden franchises and all that. Mm, I, I think, but I he's haven't saying, watched any Madden stuff well, recently. Shout out to Marcus Whitman. I follow him on Twitter, and I've never seen someone so upset about his team. He's a Packers fan. Dude, he was so mad. Like, his Twitter was the funniest thing I saw all night. He was so pissed off. Like, I wish I was – I wasn't watching his stream because I was at my sister's wedding and all that. But, like, uh-huh. I wish I could have been on there and watched his like, – I guarantee you steam coming out of his ears. He was, like – he was, like, swore up and down. It had to be an O-lineman or wide receiver. And if it wasn't, he was going to riot. He did. He was so upset. He was so mad. It was, it was, is, is it was he, hilarious. He's part, a smart guy, too. Is he a part owner of the Packers? He's been to a game, so I'm sure technically he is. If you buy a ticket, you're a part owner. Really? It's that easy? You buy a ticket, you're a part owner, and bring the Packers, yeah. Buy a t- if you don't go, I can buy a oh. ticket right now for a game. Don't never go, and I'm a part owner of the Packers. Do they do they have st- stockholders meetings? That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, you you can go. Yeah, people don't go because it's weird to just be that guy. But yeah, you can go. Yeah, sure. I, I I had a stockholders meeting for this random stock I have on Robinhood the other day. I was on there for like two minutes. I, I didn't even know what they were talking about. <laughs> they're, they're like down two hundred percent. We need to have a stockholders meeting for this uh, this podcast. So if anybody's listening. So Just talk about Doge all day. Uh, where's the draft being held next year? You know. Uh, where is the draft being held next year? That's cool. Isn't it? It's been held in Vegas. Is it? Yeah, it gonna they're gonna have great. the boat thing that they were supposed to have last year. Oh man, I'm so You'll glad. You'll be in Las Vegas, and I'm about to. I, that's gonna be fantastic, honestly. I'm so glad Vegas has a football team, a hockey team. Yeah, yeah. Um, Their hockey team is so good. Small transition away from um, football, but uh, yeah, just talk about uh, making people move to Vegas. Vegas is a great city. Even I want to talk about the Padres and the Dodgers being the most exciting I've ever seen baseball be in the regular this early in the regular season. Well, Dodgers are big bad guys for everyone that aren't Dodgers fans or Yankees fans. I, I wasn't fully on board the Tatis train, dude. I, I'm on it. That dude oh, is uh, that dude a, is prime time. He's a stud, and he gets up for the big moments, dude. That was big moments, and he and I mean he torched by himself. Like you know, they didn't win every game, but he came to play. He torched the Dodgers pitching staff. Torched. I mean, How many was, home runs? Like four, four five, six home five runs? Five in three games. Five home runs in three games? Off of, and, yeah. and and off of Kershaw. They were clutch and, ones, um, too. Bauer. Bauer and Kershaw each got sit in yard. Dude, like that's Yeah. And I think it was Bauer, Kershaw, and Bueller. They're top three in their rotation, and he took all of them yard. That is, they're, they're top three in their rotation, and it doesn't even include the other guys they have. Yeah, they still God, got the Dodgers May, are a super team. Ridiculous! I, that was, don't they still that have? Was, don't they still have David Price? I think he's in the bullpen. He's in the he's bullpen their longer now. Reliever now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's their longer reliever. 
They have so many guys that they have David Price in the bullpen. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah, like four-time All-Star, maybe Hall of Fame pitcher David Price coming out of the bullpen as a long reliever. But they've come they have through. David Price as a reliever over Dustin May. Dustin May is good. Dustin May is kind of a red cabbage head flamethrower. Hey, that dude, is, that dude throws some heat. Yeah, he obviously got to have some good stuff to be starting, but dang, every game I've seen him start, he's gotten torched. The main thing that has been going on in baseball dude, is the umpires. There's something going on, dude. I don't know what it is. The base path call the other day in the Brewers game was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. They called a dude, they called a pitcher for interfering with the base path, and he was still in the grass. He was still in the how? He was still in the grass. That's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And we had they, the Braves. They reviewed it, didn't they? And then they no, I don't, you can't review that. I don't think. I don't know. I don't really? know if they reviewed. It. I just I, saw, I saw they were, and it was like did they review it and confirm it. Uh, I don't know, but there was a terrible call in the Mets Phillies games with Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah, that one was bad. The Braves Phillies one with Alec Bum was he, he didn't even touch home plate. I, oh, I'm really? still upset about that one. They were they were oh, yeah, that too. one. They reviewed it and still called him safe. Like what is going on? Look, we've had this problem with the NFL before. We've had these years with the NBA before. Usually baseball the NBA is, this year. Usually baseball is small like instances and it's not a problem. This is a problem. It's happening a lot. And it's been issues with balls and strikes, too. There's been some pitchers getting really upset. But now they're calling balls and strikes. And I just... Wait, who who's the guy who smacked Bryce Harper in the face with a ball and then hit the next guy in the ribs or something? Um, and then they, a, didn't, they didn't throw him out the game. Yeah. I, well, the, the second one looked... Accidental. I mean, if you, even if it's accidental, if you hit two guys 90 miles per hour, you should be thrown out two guys in a row. It was a 97 mile. Everyone. It's a 97 mile an hour fastball. Right to the face. Was pitching. Genesis Cabrera. Yeah. Young guy. Hit. Yeah, that, that was rough. That was that's a rough one. He's fine though, thankfully. Because that could have been Yeah, somehow. That could have been a lot worse. They said they did a CT scan and all that. Um I don't know who was after. Uh, I think it was D.D. Gregorius. Was it D.D.? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was pretty wild. Baseball's been kind of weird this year. I mean, we've already had two no-hitters. Yeah. No-name guys. People's hitting taters. Anthony, I mean. Anthony Rizzo freaking struck it out um, Freddie Freeman. I love their relationship. It's adorable. <laughs> Did you see the video? Yeah, like they're like laughing at each other before he even throws the pitch. He's like staring him down. It's adorable, dude. And then a couple <laughs> week last week, he got stuck in a rundown. He's like Frederick. 
I'm coming to get you, Frederick. I thought it was awesome. I, I love their relationship. I like, I mean, you know, it doesn't always, I, I, I prefer most players on other teams to be really intense and not like each other when they play. But, like, when they really, really genuinely enjoy like each other and enjoy competing with each other like they do, I think that's awesome. Fun. Yeah. I just as much love that so, the Dodgers and Padres absolutely hate each other's guts. I love it. Yeah. So around what time in baseball do these teams actually start getting some separation in the standings? Usually around right before the All-Star game. Um, start to see in general what the like, division leaders are going to be. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think like the NL East not going to be a real hard separation until NL East early September. Ugly. Endless NL East ugly. Um, NL Central it's pretty ugly. Central's right going to be tight most it's of a, the year. It's a three man contest right now. Brewers, Cardinals. Uh, yeah, I don't think the Reds are going to make much noise. Reds oh. have got a chance. The Reds, considering how bad the other teams are playing, any team in that division. Other than the Pirates, because the Pirates are poverty, have a chance of going on a run and winning that division. Um, and then the NL West has got like probably the three best teams right now in yeah. baseball. I mean, in the National League Giants, Dodgers, Padres. And the Giants on paper are terrible. I don't understand it. It's like, I think their number one starter is Kevin Gaussman. The Diamondbacks aren't looking so bad either. They they go on like the Diamondbacks are weird because they'll go on. It's been like this for a couple of years. They'll go on stretches where they look like they could be a great team. Yeah. And then they go on stretches where every pitcher's getting knocked around, all their batters are striking out. I think it's because the type of players they have on the team. Because David Peralta's a guy like that. He gets really hot, really cold. Tell Marte gets really hot. Then he comes down to earth and is a normal player. Uh, Carson Kelly's been hitting really good for them, the catcher. They had a good young team, uh, but their pitching staff weak. They were expecting more from would, Luke Weaver. Yeah. And Zach Gallon's been great, though. And Tom Garner has been terrible other than that one seven-inning oh. hitter against the Braves. <laughs> He's got one hit in two games. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. that. Was that like what? two weeks ago? That's that's the weirdest. The Bra- I'm a Braves fan, dude. That's the weirdest team I've ever seen. They are both. They're there. They're some days like they're the best team in all of baseball. Like, and there's some days they are worse than the Pirates. It's mind-boggling, dude. The, the, some days they are the worst team I've ever seen play baseball. Some days they can't field, they can't pitch, they can't hit. And some days they're world beaters. It's weird, and it makes me concerned. <clears throat> Playoffs. We need Soroka back. Some consistency. But Soroka and Freddie Freeman usually are the most consistent people on that. I think you could say the same thing for just about every team, except the truly bad teams. I mean, but most like like Padres. They can get really hot, but they don't never. They don't never look terrible to me. I don't think the Phillies ever look terrible. They look mediocre sometimes, and that usually when their highs are all the times. The the Phillies highs aren't very high, but their lows aren't very low. Braves highs are so ridiculously high, and their lows are just so low. It's so sad. 
Um, it's like the Yankees, dude. The Yankees are the same way. The Yankees I mean, highs. the Yankees just had a really good series against the Tigers. They beat them. I mean, the Tigers aren't good, though. But the, <laughs> the Yankees' highs are so high. Like, they have so much potential to be such a good team. But they're so inconsistent that when they are low, it is low, dude. Like, it is bad. When their pigeon's not on the same page, it's like they can't get them both at the same time. It's still it's early in the season. Yeah, because Kluber's but he came on fire today at ten strikeouts. Um, if he's pitching good, Garrett Cole's always gonna pitch good. Always. Garrett Cole's a monster. The American League, um, the AL Central and the AL all of those divisions, right now, honestly, I wouldn't be able to I wouldn't be able to pick one yet. Any of them. Yeah, AOS is definitely a toss-up. Besides the Rangers, the Angels could go Angels, on a run. Angels, Athletes, and Astros, roster-wise, are great teams. Mariners, on paper, aren't great, but they've been playing really well. So anyone, I mean, because you get hot, that's what the Athletics used to be. They weren't the on-paper great team. Yeah. And then they got hot, and then they kept doing it. And that's why they're good now. So that's fine. But I just, I wouldn't be able to predict any of them. Central, they're all kind of bad right now. Yeah. Tigers are really bad. Tigers are really bad. There's no chance for them. Um, Twins, Byron Buxton might win. That dude is on fire. I saw a catch he had the other day. It was pretty crazy. He's always been a fielding guy. I don't know. All of a sudden, he can hit for power. It really is weird. Um, But... They have a lot. They, the thing about the Twins is that they have like seven power bats in their lineup. That is really hard to compete with. Because Mitch Garver does nothing but he hits home runs and nothing else. Um, oh, we all know how to beat the Twins. Just make them play the Yankees. The White Sox, I think, are the best team in the division. But yeah, on paper, they're inconsistent. Eloy they might Jimenez. be the best team in the AL, actually. Eloy Jimenez, I don't think he's even played that much this year. Either hits a home run or strikes out. Uh, Jose Abreu is not playing like he was last year. There's Lewis Robert. The new guy, their catcher, has been fantastic. In the AL East, I, I don't know. I don't trust yeah. the Red Sox. I really don't. You sure? They're Pitching like staff is what worries me. Like it's it's Eduardo Rodriguez and then a bunch of mediocre pitchers. Is Chris Sale pitching? Is he been hurt or is he playing? Uh, I think I he's been hurt. I don't think he's been playing. But and then their hitters. I like what they've done with their hitters, though. I mean, Devers. I love Sandoval Bogarts. I mean, they're okay. I like the Blue Jays a lot. I, just, I really, I really do. Uh, I think they're up and down. Just, just an average team. Because they're they're very young, so they're they're like you get really hot, really just give it to you, and then sometimes just they they make the bonehead decisions and strike out a lot. But they're I, I like I like Blue Jays. I like what they got. I really like seeing Vladdy play. He can yeah, his hit. swing. His swing. He can swing. 
It's it's a very it makes you feel some type of way watching that man's hand back. Put some power behind it. It reminds me of Prince Fielder. Guys, because Prince they're both chubby so guys, dude. Heard. They put power behind that swing. They are trying to take the cover off the ball. Vlad's like he's really had a lot better year this year because he tried he added he did a lot of training this offseason supposedly to add to his uh, launch angle. Um, because he was hitting the ball really hard last year. He had one of the highest barrel to bat barrel to ball rates in baseball. Uh-huh. But it was always down. He was hitting ground balls and line drives and it wasn't like translating to the power. Because I think it's because he had a tough time translating to how much people throw sinking stuff in baseball. Like, you know, everybody throws a sinker or a slider or a curveball or something that dips down oh, yeah. at the last second. I think I hate. That. This is um, a little segue to MLB the show. I I hate. I absolutely hate the changeups. No, I can't hit sliders. That's my thing. Unless they hang it, I can hit slider. It makes sliders, me so irritated. I, I can get the timing on sliders because they just have a look to them. Slider but, that starts in the middle. And breaks to the corner is the hardest thing to hit oh, in yeah. real baseball and in this video game. It's awful. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not thinking to talk about. I think that's. Want to talk? Want to talk about? Want to talk? About, uh, we can talk about what the heck's going on with um Manchester United. They want the <laughs> owners to sell the team or something. I don't know, dude. This the Super League stuff and then all the stuff that's going on. I I don't even know what what the deal is with what's going on. I also get, you know I found out today. Do you know people that own New York FC also own Manchester United? Yeah. That's what they're so mad about. Is it the Super League thing? Is it because of all that? I didn't keep I I I'd say. Is it because of the Super League? Yeah, it's because of the Super League and they're tired of the American owners. Corp corporizing everything. Hasn't gone very well since they've gotten there for many years. Yeah, for sure. I mean they made they made the Champions League, was it, I think it was this season and last season. Well, they, they made good moves, and you know, I think they put a good roster out there. It just hasn't. They always out. have a good roster. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what else you can do. Manchester United is the modern day. That's what they are. That's it. I mean, also, <laughs> it is what it is. The last leg of the semifinals are on Tuesday and Wednesday. Who you got in um Man City PSG? PSG. Gonna be a road game for PSG. Is uh they already played game one or no? Yeah, they already played game one. game two. What's the aggregate? Uh, two one, one man two one man city. And mm. two road goals. Probably Man City. I don't know. I know. 
PSG, Man City's going to collapse. They do that a lot. Oh, they always they're gonna do. Lose, they're going to lose three to zero. I mean, it's it's hard predicting when it's two teams that always collapse. But I think yeah, this, both, I think this is PSG's choked. year. I think I think they they went three zero and fantastically cries. Yeah. What's the other game? Uh, Chelsea Real Madrid on Wednesday. Uh, it's one one. Uh, Chelsea was the road team. Chelsea leads on away goals. Probably chase Chelsea, dude. I, I uh, like their roster. Um, Real just has not been the same since. I'm surprised Real hasn't been kicked out the Champions League, to be honest. I never read a report about them leaving that Super League thing. Well, it's it's pretty much dead anyway, but still. Yeah, that did not last very long, did it? Thankfully, it didn't last very long. um, I think Big Cat was trying to break it up like the entire time. He was very actively against Super League on Twitter. He don't even understand soccer. He just has a couple Arsenal fans in his office. He's like, no, no, Super League, no. Uh, I think Arsenal fans would be for the Super League since they they don't have a lot of hope right now. Get our competition out there. I'm an Arsenal fan. It's sad. They're they're, they're a sadly ran soccer team. But I, I think Real Madrid's gonna win. I think they're a better team on paper than Chelsea. They are on paper, but I just they, everything just was off to them since since Ronaldo. Me, but I mean that's I've been a little out of the loop on soccer. I'm not gonna lie. Um, oh, I'm completely out of the loop. Besides Champions League, yeah, I'm a little out of the loop. Like I don't even I kind of clocked out and um, found out that Arsenal was letting Ozil go. I just kind of. I was already I was upset before about Alexis Sanchez a couple years ago and it just hasn't been the same. And I get they get older, but it's just, but they haven't replaced him with anybody great. Love a bomb hitting though. But other than that, I just let me clock out. Try to keep up a little bit. Yep. Plus I, for whatever reason, most Americans here hate soccer, so they're going to listen to this and turn off and start. Uh, well, it's, it's their loss for missing out on the beautiful sport. Right. The beautiful sport the popular sport in the world. Americans don't like it because it's different. It doesn't make any sense. No one uh, outside Americans of our country, don't like it. No one outside of our Americans country cares about like American it football not at, good at it. That's it. It's because we're right not there. good at it. We're getting better, though. The USA team is... I mean, a little scary. They sure do love the women's team. Yeah, but they don't pay them enough, do they? Oh, true. <laughs> I mean, we're not. Gonna do it. Are you Are you gonna watch Very, the uh, Euros? Probably. I'll probably watch the, all the major stuff. I still like. It. Oh yeah, all the international stuff. I enjoy it. Major tournaments and the World Cup. The World Cup is still the coolest thing. So much fun. Oh, coolest thing on earth. Well, I don't know how they're going to run the whole Dubai thing, but it's going to be interesting to see. Before we sign off, we're going to get a little into NBA. Um, my Dallas Mavericks have overtaken the Lakers as the five seed. That's, that's last night. 
DeLuca dropped 31 points, 15 rebounds, and 20 assists. Aren't, aren't they in like a three-way tie with the Blazers and the Lakers? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure they're in sole possession of the five seed right now because they have the head-to-head. Ooh, I would, n- I would not want the five seed right now, man. You're, you're either going to play the Nuggets or the Clippers. It might have been the night before last night. It might be different now. Um, I don't want to play Jazz. I'll do that. I just want to play Jazz. No, right remember, now, I'm fine with the Clippers. I don't want to play the Nuggets. I don't play. Right now, Jazz dropped down to the two seed. Suns is one seed. Best team in the NBA. Really I said that before. I think the playoff teams are pretty set. What's weird about the West is like, I think it's like four teams. That the bottom half is like, they're fighting for to make it. Yeah. So weird. Um, in the East, it's kind of slowed down a little bit. It's, it's shaping up. The Hornets got mellow back last night. Um, yeah. I, um, Feel good about the Hornets, dude. I think they've got a chance to upset some people. Definitely. Well, now that Lamelo's back, um, right now the play-in situations for the East: Celtics, Hornets, Pacers, and the Wizards. It's insane. The Wizards started out as the worst team in the league. Like a Yeah, right now, 29 and 34, uh, three games ahead of the Chicago Bulls, who gave up a lot for a pretty diminishing return. Oh, at the time, we thought it was a good return. Yeah, I guess he doesn't fit. They just gave up a whole bunch of people for him. I mean, they weren't using auto quarter. These guys they weren't using, but I don't know if this just has been a fit. Is what it is. Um, right so, now they've got, a, they've got a good roster. They just been bad. Yeah, right now in the West, it's a three-way tie for the seventh uh, seed with the Lakers, Blazers, and Mavericks with basically the same record. Yeah, uh, the Mavericks have the, the head-to-head. Oh, actually, um, the Lakers are thirty-six and twenty-seven. The Mavericks are thirty-six and twenty-eight. Yeah, I think it's a half game. Uh, I think, yeah, the Lakers are up a half game, and uh, Mavs are tied with the Blazers. I think they have the head-to-head. I think the Blazers. Do that, so. I think they're behind it. But that could change with one game. The Lakers have been sluggish. I don't know how much LeBron's going to impact. Come back. He's going to come back a little slower than usual. So we might be able to take that from them. Uh, I mean, I'd rather be in the five seed. I'd get, we'd get the Clippers right now. I'd rather play the Clippers. Yeah, that, that could change at any time, though. Farther down, don't see the Pelicans sneaking in. 
Yeah. The Spurs have lost three in a row. See, do the Spurs play the Pelicans soon? No, the Spurs don't play the Pelicans. Ooh, they play the Suns twice. Ooh, the, the Spurs play a bunch of playoff teams. They play the Jazz twice. They play the Blazers, the Bucks, the Nets, the Knicks, and the Suns twice. They coming up with the Warriors play the I mean the Pelicans play the Warriors twice in a row. They play the 76ers, Hornets, Grizzlies. They play playoffs teams too, dude. They didn't play in this slap schedule either. I mean, they're not playing the Nets and the Bucks in the back to back games. Oof. They play the Warriors they, three times. It would change every, if the Pelicans were to beat the Warriors two times in a row, it would change the entire landscape. Yeah, if they won two games in a row. They've won two in a row. They almost beat the Nuggets and they beat the Clippers last week, last Monday. But then right the week before that, they lost to the Spurs by two points. Yeah. So, I mean, they need. They've lost me, a I lot would, of close games. I want Zion in the playoffs. Okay, I don't want to watch Spurs. We all want Zion in the playoffs. I, I don't even know who's on the Spurs roster right now, to be honest with you. The only is DeMar DeRozan and DeJounte Murray. And it's, it's DeMar DeRozan. Or Yaka Pearl and Derek White. And Johnson, Patty Jordan Mills. White. Rudy Gay. Luca Semantic. Yeah, Gorgie Ding. Gorgie Jang is on that team? Yeah. Mm. Oh, wait. The Spurs, their last game, they blew a 32-point lead to the Celtics. Remember that? Tatum had 60. When Jackson Tatum had 60. <laughs> oh, no. The, the Spurs might choke down the stretch and give up the playoff spot to the um, Pelicans. Well, not the playoff spot, the play-in spot. That's crazy. Yeah, that is wild. 60 points. How is um, Jason Tatum still 18 years old? He's not still 18 years old. He's like 21. He's, he's 21? Really? No way. He's got to be like 24 now. He's it's been in the league years. forever. He's three years from this position. Uh, four, three or four. He's 23. Is he? Yes, he's 23. He just turned 23. An old man. Yeah, damn, he's only... He was born like two weeks after me. How successful am I? It's... 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 Struck 60 points in me. I also knocked 68. And born with natural ability and mimicry of my jump shots. But, yeah. Well, if you are 6'8", and six just eight, freak I, I athlete. Be, six eight, I'd be using my uh, fifth year eligibility uh, transfer from little D two school to little D one school. <laughs> no, you should you should go the Duncan Robinson route. Start D three, then yeah. transfer to D to like D two, then transfer to Michigan. Do you and know? just spray three-pointers all year long. Do you know uh, Duncan Robinson has lost three championship games? <laughs> D- lost the D3 championship, 
Lost the D1 championship in Michigan. Lost in the NBA, NBA championship. Oh, man. Sucks well, to be that guy. Sucks to be that championship guy. championship with Duncan Robinson on your team. It'd be cornhole, video games, whatever. Play. All right. I think that's all we've got for today. This is a fun podcast. Yep. Look, we're going to keep an eye on the Aaron Rodgers thing. Ready for some midsummer baseball. It's kind of a wall. We're breaking up soccer and midsummer baseball. Oh, you guys have the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, playoffs coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Still have some stuff to talk about. So, y'all keep... Please listen. And we will be updated with the thing to do with sports. This is Sport Radio Podcast. Y'all have a good evening.